is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I am Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello, everybody. And hello, Hi, Tess. everyone. <laughs> Hi, Natasha. We already said hello to each other. Just that's a little behind the scenes. We also say hello again. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so I was going to tell you earlier, but I saved it for the podcast yeah. that I had this memory that when I was a kid, I was probably like eight or nine, I recorded radio shows with my friends. Like my oh. friends would come over and I would be like, <laughs> let's record, let's tape record a radio show. And I don't know if they were into it, but I remember being so excited and I would like, after they left, I would listen to them over and over again. That's so funny. That's ironic because you don't. And neither do I listen to these over and over or at all. I Well, actually, oh. I did like now that you told me to listen to the very end mm -hmm. to see what Brett. Brett leaves a little time... fun thing at the end if anyone's not waiting for after the music. You... Yeah, if you didn't know, like after yeah. the last music. Um, a little something. But I, I did like review one of ours when I was at the airport oh. for all those hours yeah. and I was laughing and like feeling so much joy about Aww. it. But I loved realizing that yeah. because, you know, when we're kids, you know, I mean, I already had acknowledged that I used to be like, I'm writing a novel. I'm writing a book. Yeah. Even when I was like six, oh, yeah. I would too. do that. <laughs> but yeah, I liked to see that I already had the podcast. I do too. I love that. We used to, um, I used to do a lot of stuff like that. Well, my brother used to, he was four years older than me and he used to, re, he's, 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 uh, I don't know, he's an interesting person, <laughs> but he used to be, I was just thinking he's not really creative anymore, I don't think, but he used to be super creative oh. and he used to record, we still have like the home videos. He had one kitty cat news. And, and he would do the news with one of our cats. How cute. <laughs> yeah, it was really cute. And I do remember when I was like in high school, sometimes I would get, well, first of all, I used to get high a lot in high school. And um, I used to write everything down. I was one of those people who was just like writing down everything. Did you used to smoke pot in high school? Um, I would have, but I wasn't cool enough to know people who had pot when I was in high Actually, I did find out that one of my boyfriends was secretly smoking pot without telling oh, me. But anyway, I, I would have been into it, but I didn't. But then when I was in college, I did. That's so funny. Yeah, I was like a real stoner in high school. But and I used to write, I just like be in the corner writing. I don't know if I wasn't in the corner. Like the things that occurred to you while you were everything high. Everything was funny, you know, and I would write down. Also, I was always a writer so I would like write down like what people said mostly I just mm -hmm. thought it was so funny I mean I'm sure it wasn't and I still have like the things I still remember because I did write them down the things that people said when we were high that's so funny I used to do that when I was in college I had a quote book, oh yeah and it was things that people <laughs> said that were funny <laughs> and I still remember some of them but I don't have the quote book anymore it's so funny it's really <laughs> yeah I probably I won't repeat it because it probably isn't funny to anyone else but um and one time I do remember me and my friend Liz recorded ourselves and we thought it was hilarious and we, we yeah. did listen back to those recordings so maybe someday we should do this hi just kidding that wouldn't go very well <laughs> I mean we could try it it could be a different podcast <laughs> it would be very different 
<laughs> Have you heard of that podcast, um, Doug? Oh, man. Get getting high with Doug. It's something funnier. No, than that. is it a guy who does have he gets stoned? Uh-huh. Is he has How people fun. on getting? Wait, oh man, yeah, it's Doug Benson. He's a comedian, and I just ruined the joke because it's like. Um, getting dug with high. I think that's what it's called. Uh, yeah. Is it good? Is it funny? You know what? I actually haven't listened to it. <laughs> I just oh. know a lot of people that have done it or have, like, when I listen to some podcasts, they're like, I'm going to do getting dug with high. Oh, I should I'll listen. talk to about it. It sounds like it might be up to Oh, down. yeah. Okay. I didn't know he likes comedy. Anyway, so um, here we are. What Last week... We this is our segment where we um, go over what we the cards we picked the week before to see how they played out in our week. Yes. So last week we picked you picked the Knight of Wands reversed mm-hmm. from the Aquarian Tarot, and I picked Intuition from the Sacred Self Care Oracle deck. Mm-hmm. And the the Knight of Wands, no Knight of Swords or Wands? Oh, it was Wands. I thought it was Wands. Yeah. yeah. Reversed was telling us to be creative, start creative projects. Yeah, like get moving and commit to them, which also came up in my card reading for the full moon mm-hmm. um, the same week. Mm-hmm. And it was to commit to your dreams mm-hmm. and your projects, like really go for it and get them moving. Uh, yeah, so Same thing. Did this play out for you this week? Well, um, it I did, I went on a silent retreat on Saturday. Oh, cool! Yeah, it was really I really enjoyed it. It was only like four hours of silence. Um, That's a lot, though. Yeah, it was really nice. It was. I, it, there were a couple weird <laughs> experiences. Like one point, oh, we did forest bathing. Ooh, yeah, neat. which is like when you just walk. It wasn't an actual forest, but you just walk outside in silence. And um, it was on this nice property. I mean, where I live is so beautiful. Like we literally could do it in on my in my house, in my property, oh. which I really want to do with the kids. Um, but anyway, at one point I found this pond and I was just noticing there was a lot of activity in the pond, like fish kind of bubbling up and then all of a sudden I heard from this side I saw something like jump until they can go <laughs> and I was like and I literally I did scream a little I had to be like, <laughs> I had to like <laughs> calm myself down and and not so I had to stifle the scream because I was supposed to be in silence <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know what it was or what happened in that pond. I mean, it was very strange. And then I got closer and I saw there were a bunch of dead fish in there. Weird. I think it was like too much algae. But it really was like a little bit of a weird experience in the midst of all this beauty. There's just like this dead fish pond with but there was still activity. Huh. Yeah, it was strange. But anyway, that the reason I'm telling the story is because <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, I've been wanting to write a novel. Speaking of wanting to write novels, I really want to get back to writing as if some people didn't know I used to do that professionally. And um, I haven't been able to think of an idea, which is very unusual for me. Like when I was writing a lot, I used to have so many ideas, which kind of makes sense because it's like priming the pump, you know, mm-hmm. but. I thought, oh, I know, I'm going to write a, a, like a comedy thing about a silent retreat. 
Oh, that's a really good idea. Because there's also so much, so many things ripe for miscommunication because like at the beginning, um, my friend who's leading it, she was like, um, she's like, some people do silence and I forget what it's called, like noble silence and I think that is the one where you don't look at each other like if you pass by each other Uh, you don't look so she's like if someone's eyes are down you know just don't you don't want to smile like acknowledge them. you just move on but then the other kind she said is if you see each other you just look at each other and smile or whatever however you want to acknowledge them but I was thinking like what if I accidentally someone catches me when I'm looking down but I don't want I don't really want that I want to be like smiling at them or whatever and now they're just gonna ignore me the whole time I just thought it could be like a funny like in this novel like if someone's trying to be friends with someone and then they can't ever make eye contact because the first time they meet their eyes are down by accident yeah there's a lot of potential in that I mean there could be a romance yeah yeah Mm -hmm. well there could be that's what I was thinking it's so interesting kind of reminds me of the uh latest Leanne Moriarty Nine Perfect Strangers have you oh I actually have it but I haven't read it yet oh I loved it I loved it so much yes okay I really loved it I mean it wasn't a silent retreat but it was a retreat and it is like just like putting people together yeah it's called nine perfect strangers you know and like what happens that's funny that I have that and I haven't read it yeah I thought maybe she would I'm not gonna like beat out my novel (laughs) on this podcast but I was thinking that maybe she actually purposefully went to see her ex-boyfriend and would pretend that she was there just by accident Oh, yeah. There's Something so like much. Anyway. And it's just so unique to have it be beyond language, yeah. too. The the interactions. I like Yeah. It. Thank you. So, anyway. So, the creative that project. The creative idea. Pro- yeah. It's yeah. coming. I didn't start writing it, but the fact that it, like, emerged, and I've been waiting for a long time, so. But also, the dead fish in the pond oh will be God. a great metaphor. Oh, yeah. For something. What? In my <laughs> life, I don't know. I was like, everyone was sharing at the end, and when we finally broke silence, and I was, and they were like, I'm so grateful. You know, there was a lot of, like, love coming forth. I'm like, I don't mean to break the mood, but <laughs> I don't Did you say? Oh, yeah. It's like. You're like, what was going on with the pond? Yeah. It was like, I and witnessed anyone... something. <laughs> something just, yeah. They... Did anyone else say, oh, I noticed no. that too? Weird. Yeah. They all laughed, but they didn't, um, no one else had that experience. Weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's, I like the metaphor for it. I'll... Yeah, you can explore that in your yeah, novel. Yeah, let's hope I won't see it in my life. So let's talk about you. Did this play out well, for you? Um, well, we're recording this podcast early in the week, so I hope, well, <laughs> actually we're going out of town. No, I mean, I have been feeling the reversal oh, okay. of the, like, I, just because of yesterday, I did so much busy work, like answering emails, doing website stuff, yes. you know, and it wasn't working on my book mm-hmm. and, um, I, I really want to do that. Yeah. So, uh, hope, I hope next week I will be able to do now, that. Now, have you felt this for a while? Because I've been in that mode. For the last, like, I want to say two and a half weeks. I had, and then I, like, broke out of it. I was like, oh, I have all this time and space uh-huh. for maybe one week. Okay. And now, since I got back from California, I think it'll come back. And also, um, 
up here in the Rockies, we get th- so much snow yeah. that for months and months, we're like, oh, I guess we're going to stay home today and work. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure I'll have plenty of time. Yeah. Uh, it'll open up here pretty soon. Yeah. But just energetically speaking, um, I've been definitely feeling just yeah. like, why do I feel like I've done like 15 things and none of them were the things that I intended yeah. to do today? I think that's the reversed Knight of mm. Wands. But I am doing a workshop this weekend, oh. and that will be really fun in um, St. Louis. And um, I need to plan that today. So that's a creative project that I'll get oh, going. Oh, that's good. What about yeah. intuition? Intuition? I mean, yeah. I guess it's been a part of the week. I haven't really felt it more than other times. Yeah, we're already pretty so far. in tune, I would say. Not to, it's not a kind to of a brag, value. but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's something that we think about a lot and do readings. Yeah. And, this is like yeah. a focus for our lives. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So shall we move on to, we asked, um, yeah, people who send in questions on Instagram and we got quite a few. Oh, should we say anything? Oh, let's actually talk about the giveaway one last time because yeah. this is our last week before the giveaway. Yeah. The giveaway. Um, let's see. This is the 23rd. The giveaway it continues until the 27th. So that's Monday. One more oh, week. One more week. Mm-hmm. So they'll hear this. Oh, right. Okay. So, so they have seven days from this broadcast to okay. still enter. But this is the six. last broadcast. Broadcast. I told Tess I feel like I look like a news anchor because I'm wearing a turtleneck today and I do feel like I'm broadcasting some news. So this is your last week (laughs) and then we're going to announce it on the next podcast who the winner is. So we'll pick it probably Mm -hmm. Sunday if you're listening to this Monday, whenever. Yeah, it's this week. So you can go to our Instagram page and already so many people have entered. Um. But you just follow me, Tess, and Goddess Provisions. It's the Goddess Provisions Oracle deck, right? The Sacred Self-Care Oracle. Yeah. And it's a really great deck that we both have. And um, it's a great little deck to pull out when you want to, like, just what should I focus on self-care-wise today? Can pick Yeah, it's cool. It's like action-oriented. It inspires you to take care of yourself in various ways. I pulled... Uh, Look for fairies the other ah. day. The look for fairies card it was really fun. And then <laughs> it was on the full moon. And then Ted and I took a walk in nature. That's cute. I love that. Yeah, it's it's a real feel-good deck. Not that there's anything wrong with the tower card or the death card. But, you know, you're not going to be pulling those with this deck. <laughs> no, none of that. Gonna, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's pretty easy to enter. Just go check it out on our Instagram yeah. page, which is Magic Magic Monday Podcast. Yeah. And also, last thing we'll say is Goddess Provisions, who we love. I mean, honestly, they may be my favorite new discovery of the last couple months. Um, we, they also have a subscription box that's $33 a month. And um, that's the one that we're affiliated with, right? Is it the subscription box? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. And um, if you sign up, you can support the podcast because we're an affiliate for them. And there's a link on our website, magicmondaypodcast.com. And this box has, it's just like a little witchy new agey heavenly box. It's got crystals. And it far and, exceeds $33. Oh, worth. yeah. Like it's just much, much more valuable than that. It's really cool that you can get all that stuff for such a low price. Yeah. And it's got like face oil, which is my favorite thing. And um, 
crystal and aromatherapy, tea. I mean, it's not always all of those things, but it's a good selection. Five to seven. Last time. That was so... Brett doesn't even like wind chimes, and he loves this wind chime. So, oh, I talked about that. Sometimes last time. they have little spells you can do, yeah. and so anyway, you can... little journals. <laughs> that was my reaction <laughs> to that. So you can go go. What well, I really do love it. I mean, I I buy it myself, I and nobody too. makes me or pays me or gives it to me for free. Um. Okay. So yeah, go to our website, magicmoneypodcast.com. Um, so now shall we answer questions? I just realized we should have a question little music also. Oh, yeah, we should. Mm-hmm. Question time. I don't like that one. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> nah, I liked like it. It's a little too. I don't know. <laughs> question time. I could try that. All right. Should I read one? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. Let's see. Hold on. Um. Okay. I... Uh, Tess and Natasha, hello. Thank you for so much for taking listener questions. I hope you can give me insight on something I've been experiencing for years. I feel like a new age misfit when it comes to the full moon. I feel drained, tired, and grumpy each full moon. I read about other magical practitioners having wonderful rituals and rich experiences, and I just want to crawl on my bed. Do you have any idea why this might be and any suggestions for how I might turn this around? Thank you both in advance for your guidance. I love the podcast and I've learned so much from it. All right. Okay. Can I start? Go ahead. Uh, Okay. So um, it sounds to me like you are um, wanting to recharge during the full moon. So everyone's different. Our cycles, our alignment with the moon, it's different for everyone. So what I would recommend is um, giving yourself time to relax and soak in the energy of the moon and recharge during that time instead of feeling like you have to fight against your nature. Mm -hmm. See what happens when you do crawl into bed and do some self-care during that time because it is like the general belief is that the full moon is energizing and then the the dark moon is a time of rest and then the new moon is a time of new beginnings and fresh new energy so most you we mostly assume that you rest during the dark moon but it can be reversed for people definitely mm-hmm. be the opposite mm-hmm. for people so i would just like honor that and see what happens when you start resting mm-hmm. during the full moon. Yeah, I would say the same thing. I was going to say maybe the full moon is too much, like it feels like too much. And so your reaction to that might be to like, oh, I need to retreat from this a little bit. And I think maybe your resistance to that is making you grumpy. I mean, it's just an idea. So maybe if, like Tess said, you embrace that and just say, like, oh, okay, I'm feeling this is, like, super – it's kind of like if you go into, like, a party or something where there's so much going on and you're, like, getting so much stimulus and it's like, oh, I got to get out of here and go home and (laughs) get into bed. Mm -hmm. It's like the full moon's having a party that you just don't want to be at. So, or maybe it's like charging you, but it's a little too much. So maybe if you honor that each time, like, oh, this is going to be a time where I'm going to want, I mean, to want to like get in bed or, you know, take a bath and make things kind of slow things down for myself in order to absorb that intense energy. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so just welcome it 
and let go of the resistance. I think it sounds like you're getting a little caught up in what you quote unquote should be doing and judging yourself for that. So if you let that go, then maybe you can just honor your system for what it needs. I mean, I, it sounds to me like you're super in tune with it. It's just not doing what quote everybody else is doing. Yeah. And it could also be that you really need alone time and you need to rest. Mm -hmm. Like maybe you're doing a lot for other people and there's often a lot of people in your environment. And when you tap into that moon energy, it's like your intuition is just like, okay, you need to retreat and you need to be alone. I mean, so I would just honor that. Yeah. And it is a time of letting go. I mean, the full moon is when we're letting go of things, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, it makes sense. Like you're ready to let all that stuff go and just like absorb, you know, process it. Yeah, I mean, I like that on the days when I feel like like some weekend days, I'm just like, I am staying home, I'm wearing my pajamas, yeah. I'm taking a bath, mm-hmm. I'm reading my book all day. Mm-hmm. Like so that, great. I love that. Yeah, because <laughs> some, sometimes I don't have that. I feel stir crazy. I feel mm-hmm. like if I do that, I'd be bored. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, yay, I, I not only have a day to spend, mm-hmm. but I want to. Like I've, I'm going to enjoy mm-hmm. this. So I would, yeah, I would take advantage of that mood. I mean, the full moon for me feels like too much at night. A lot of times I don't sleep well the nights before, during, and after the full moon because it is too much. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, to really be, honor yourself. That's great intuition that you know that. Mm -hmm. Okay, would you like to read? Why don't you read the one from Rachel? And I'll listen and answer because you said, yeah. Okay. Hi, I saw your Insta post saying that you don't have any questions yet. Just today, I thought while listening to the podcast that I'd love your magical advice on a heavy situation I'm currently living. I am married, and as I've grown to love myself over the past several years, I've become more and more aware of my husband's emotional manipulation and narcissistic behavior. It's a repetitive cycle, and I was done the last time I was told to leave my home. I'm working hard to build financial independence, but the daily task of protecting my energy or even just remaining neutral in the face of being baited into chaos is so exhausting. I'm taxed and feel like I can't focus. I fight anxiety when I sit down to work. I'm a freelance copywriter and work from home. How can I protect my energy while staying energized and grounded? I feel like I'm on a roller coaster all day. Thanks so much for the podcast. Even when I slack off on my spiritual practices, it helps me stay connected to divinity and that keeps me going. Rachel. Okay. So um, having a two narcissistic parents, I very much understand what it's like to have that in my life. And first off, I just want to say we are no substitute for therapy and, you know, this is just our our thoughts, our advice, but, um, I really wonder if therapy, I think that therapy would be a great asset for you, especially somebody that, um, specializes in narcissistic behavior and people. There's also, I have to say a lot of great Facebook groups. Um, I'm actually part of one on narcissistic mothers, but I think, and it's just, sometimes it's like, I I don't really go there anymore just because sometimes it, after I, well, I'll just say it can be a lot of just people griping, which isn't helpful, but there are some that are helpful just to hear other people's experiences and be validated and be like, oh, because narcissistic people are, they can, 
make it so it's hard to trust your reality because there's a lot of um, gaslighting. That's like the key thing with narcissism is gaslighting. And so that can really, if you are not, if you haven't had a lot of therapy, you it can really be helpful to have other people be like, I'm going through this and it's like, oh, whoa, and seeing yourself in that. So I will just say therapy is really helpful. I don't know if you have narcissistic parents, but there is a book about um, called um, Will I Ever Be Good Enough? Um, Daughters of Narcissistic Mothers. <laughs> um, so that's a really great book about that, which still might be helpful, even though it's not a mother situation. Um, okay. And then as far as just energetically speaking, I mean, this is extremely challenging. I'm just going to say that like, you're basically to handle the situation. I would say you need to be in self care mode, it's got to be your number one, like almost like another job. Because it sounds like you I might be wrong, but it sounds like you're building up financial independence to leave. It sounds like, um, so to just remind yourself, like I'm doing this to leave and like truly make it your, your mission, your goal. And I remember I was in a narcissistic relationship in my early twenties and I, that's what I did. I was like my number one, I'm, I'm building myself up and growing myself and knowing myself and, um, so that I'm strong enough to leave. And then mm -hmm. I did. And when I left, it actually was no big deal. But if I had left before all of that work, I would have, it would have been a lot harder. And I was in therapy. Um, so anyway, but energetically speaking, I, there's a lot of things you can do. It's just a matter of, you really have to do them. Um, and not, I'm not saying this to shame you or like, be like, you should be doing your practice. I'm just saying you will feel better. The more you do it, the better you're going to feel. Um, so, um, I would say like really, if you can wake up early and make it your, or it sounds like he might leave and then you're alone. I don't know if you've saged the house or your work area, but really build that area up. Maybe Tess can help, um, talk about that a little bit more, but, um, to have like crystals, your things that you love, thing that, things that make you feel nurtured in your work environment so that when you're looking like where your eyes go, are things that nurture you and build you up. Like this is kind of silly, but <laughs> over my toilet, I have a picture of my cat that passed away last year and it just makes it a way that I see her multiple times a day, <laughs> you know, and every time I see her and I also have a tattoo of her, so she's definitely always with me. But ironically, like I take in the picture over my toilet more because it's just like, oh, there she is. So just little reminders, you know, to get you back to your center. Then I would say, yeah, really, pra you have to practice pretty strict energy hygiene. So for me, that would be definitely meditating every morning and kind of quick things you can do that I've mentioned here before are imagine there's like a golden sun above your head, you poke a little hole in it with a pin and imagine just this gold light or whatever color light you love washing over you and clearing out any energy that you don't want, just clearing it out deep into the earth. Um, and then feeling that earth energy coming up your grounding cord, which is attached to your first chakra at the base of your spine, breathe, bringing in that earth energy, calling your energy back to you, um, imagining your aura has these boundaries. And then I like to outside of my aura, 
imagine like you can put him I've used gold roses before but whatever image you like someone told me recently they like balloons which I really like you can imagine like a gold balloon and his face in it and him blowing it up in the balloon and you're not blowing him up or like it's not a negative thing it's you would need to do this in a neutral space it's just getting his energy out of your space mm, okay it's not a negative thing it's just like it's so I do this with all my clients <laughs> after I'm done. That's one of the things I do to separate our energy. It's not a mean thing. It's just like, oh, no, I don't want their energy in my space and they don't want my energy in their space. That's not appropriate. Right. It's yeah. just boundaries. Um, so and that gets both of your energies back to you. Um, you could also do the sticky rose that I've talked about before. So what I'm talking about here is clearing out your energy of so that it's just yours, not his which is very hard to absorb. Um, I mean, not to, yeah, it's very hard not to absorb. So the sticky rose, imagining it inside your aura, like like tape, just clearing it out, putting it outside your aura, blowing it up. Um, so that is like the basic hygiene. And then throughout the day, just checking in with yourself. The more you can check in with yourself, the better, so that when he does come in and you feel pulled into the chaos, you can remember to check in with you. I like to say hello to myself in the center of my head. You can say hello, like, hello to yourself while he's talking to you just to get back to neutral. You can imagine Mm. these gold balloons or whatever in between you two. So that way you can just keep coming back to neutral as much as possible and really energizing yourself. Okay. Like getting your own energy. Sorry, that was a lot, but. No, that was great. So that was, can Mm -hmm. now. Are you, is that it? Okay. So just to, I just to add a couple of things, I think that that all sounds like great advice. First, I recommend um, maybe being open to shifting the story. If you think you have a story that is that you have to stay in that environment for a while, oh, yeah. Like maybe be open to quicker a quicker mm, shift, you know, nice. like a different opportunity mm-hmm. and ask for that. You can yes, light candles yes. for that. You can visualize that and feel yes. that, affirm that, yes. work with the divine to get out of that environment as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, look and see if there's any limiting beliefs like, oh, this is going to be a long process. Mm. You know, this is going to take a while, you know, any of that kind of to see if you can let that go and tell yourself a different, more empowering, more immediate story mm-hmm. about getting yourself out of that environment. I love that. And good. And then secondly, there's a app. There may be more than one app now, but I know about an app called Talkspace. Have you heard Mm -hmm. about this, Natasha? It's phone therapy. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's less expensive, I think, in many cases than therapy in person. Mm -hmm. So if you think you can't afford it, or maybe if in the situation you're in, you don't want the drama of going to therapy Mm -hmm. or something, then you could look into this app called Talkspace because I think a therapist could also really help you rewrite your stories and feel empowered and shift the dynamics so that you can get yourself out of that situation. Yeah, definitely. Even, yeah, any support group, um, I they actually have like adult children of alcoholics group, which is they say the same thing as like being um, as having a narcissist parent. So you can mm. even go to those groups if you happen to have a narcissist um, parent too. I mean, a lot of times if we're attracting narcissist partners, that might be in our family history. 
Yeah, and I remember a book I read. I don't really – I read so many books about narcissism when I realized my mom was a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them I feel like I remember was really helpful was called Dis- Disarming the Narcissist. Mm, okay. Did you ever read that mm-hmm. one, Natasha? Okay. Well, you might want to check that one out, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, just good luck. And, and it's just like really making self-care that priority is – like that your emotional life, your spiritual life, your whatever it is, your priority. And yes. good luck. You can do it. You can Definitely. do it. Um, all right. So should I read sure. another one? Okay. This one is from Amber. Hello, ladies. Just a quick little question for you. I noticed so many spells and rituals that I would really love doing using baths. Unfortunately, my apartment doesn't have a tub. Is there a way to tweak them or do I need to find another spell ritual? Thanks, Amber. We answered this before, I think. Yeah, you can definitely, anytime you take a shower, let it be an energetic clearing. And mm-hmm. um, But I will say doing a spell in a bathtub like with herbs and essential oils or salt, it, it's a different thing. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of energy. But you can take the same intention for sure and take a shower and, you know, you could even put some like a tea bag in your shower Mm. or put some essential oil on a washcloth Mm. and put that in your shower. Um, But yeah, so yes, you can, but but not quite the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Last question is, uh, let's see. Um, Hello, Tessa and Natasha. I look forward to your podcast every Monday. I've been listening since the first episode. Thank you. Sorry. The way you share your gifts and insights combined with your sincere warmth dialogue, warm dialogue, can't read, has brought me such education, growth, and joy. That's nice. Um, okay. Any suggestions for energy work or everyday magic when an individual is dealing with a chronic illness diagnosed by Western medicine? I'm not suggesting this would be a substitution, but merely measures to aid. What do you think about this? For me, that's... So- oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say anything that strengthens your aura hmm. is going to support your immunity and your physical healing. And um, I like to work with, personally, I like to work with Archangel Raphael for healing. Hmm. He's the divine physician hmm. and he I work with his green light. That's so um, for healing, you can call on Archangel Raphael and feel him filling and surrounding you with vibrant, like a kind of a grass green colored Mm. light. Um, There's many, many healing practices. I mean, you can also work with looking at the emotional side of whatever the physical manifestation Mm -hmm. is, looking deeply into that and being open to that, being willing to see clearly what the connection is so that then you can shift that as you're working with Western medicine to heal and strengthen Mm -hmm. and shift the condition, then you can also say, oh, you know, that's probably related to this belief or this situation or this inner pain that I have still been, Mm -hmm. you know, not looking at. And now I'm ready to look at it and heal it and let it go. Mm -hmm. And again, we always say on here, though, we're not blaming anyone for their disease. Never. It's just that um, it can be helpful I mean, it's always helpful, I think, to look at the emotional element behind it because, and we're not saying you caused or they caused it, but just like, oh, what's underneath this and healing that 
can help you heal. Yeah. Did I tell you, have I already talked about this on the podcast that that's what helped me realize that my mom was a narcissist and that whole dynamic with my mom, that it wasn't healthy, which it was a huge realization. I mean, really big because it's hard to see that because this is your mom. So this is your first model for any kind of human. (laughs) It's hard to see that it's abnormal, but, um, but it was a skin fungus that it was just like, oh, it was, it's not normally, yeah. yeah, it's not normally a really severe problem with people. It's usually something that goes away really easily with just a little treatment, but it got really bad and it wasn't going mm. away. And it was like, the doctor was like, how do you have it? How is this so extreme? And wow. when that finally happened, I, because they kept trying to treat it. And then I finally went to a Western doctor who was like, whoa, like seeing in her eyes that she was kind of shocked by how intense oh, it wow. had gotten. And then the treatment was like antibiotics and, you know, ointment and it healed. But while I was healing it, I was like, what is that? Mm. And it was something that Louise Hay said, um, fungus is feeling unclean. Mm. So I was like, oh, I must still feel unclean. And I assumed it was from being molested by my stepdad when I was little. Mm. And then I was like, so I thought I got over that. I thought I forgave. But then I was like, oh, I have all this anger about that still toward my mom. And it's like, I haven't let that air out and clear that out. And so it's like turned on myself. Like this was my fault that this happened. I have to take on this. And so by like realizing that it was so empowering, it wasn't like, I didn't feel like, oh, this is my fault. What's my problem? It was more like this opportunity to feel compassion and to gain clarity and to just really, really heal deeply. And then it did Mm -hmm. finally, after all these years of working to heal it and it getting progressively worse, I was like, okay, that was it. And I haven't, it never came back as I like really looked at this wow. longstanding issue. Yeah. So, um, so that can be a, yeah, but you also did take an antibiotics. So that person should also go to the Western. Medicine. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That was definitely in tandem. It was yeah. the two working yeah. together. Um, yeah. I mean, I've had, I, I'm actually, I always say like, I'm not a physical healer and I am not, but I have had many clients ask me about things and I look at them, you know, and I do see, and a lot of times they will let me know, oh, it cleared up after we looked at this stuff. So it is interesting. It's like kind of like, which came first or whatever, but, um, it's really helpful to look at what's underneath. And, and you can think of it as your body communicating yes. with you too, because the body doesn't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just trying to show yeah. you, you know, this is the, something that we think will bring you greater wellness yeah. if you look at I mean, at you this. can't separate your energy, spiritual, mental, emotional body from your physical body. We're all, it's all connected. connected. You can't, it's yeah. just all, yeah, Western medicine only looks at the physical and for big things, Western medicine is amazing. I mean, thank God for mm-hmm. proper use of antibiotics and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But other, yeah, other philosophies take the whole into account, which I think is really important. Um, okay, so that was, those were our questions. I guess we should also say that we're going to do a new segment um, because someone had asked, I think a couple of people had asked us to do kind of just like basic knowledge about paganism and um, energy, mm-hmm. metaphysics. metaphysics yeah. yeah, energy healing. So if anyone has any questions about that specifically too, let us know. We're only going to do one a week, but um, but 
yeah, let us know what you're interested in specifically. And if you have any other questions, you can always ask us at Magic. Well, go to the website, right? Magic Monday Podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a little form you can fill out or you can Gmail us. Magic Monday Podcast at Gmail. Okay. So now it's time for the energy report. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it truly is more of the same this Libra season about power, getting our power back, um, honoring our power. So this time I thought I would focus on the throat chakra as a means of accessing our power. Um, I'm going to try not to say too much because I was writing it down because I was like, oh, my God, I could really go deep here. But um, basically, I just want to say, like, the throat chakra is so so important. It's all about expression, which is a really big thing when as far as accessing your power, because um, you need to express it <laughs> when you, um, you know, you, my word of the year actually was express and it kind of mm. um, set off a whole thing actually with my dad <laughs> because I chose to express my authentic self with him instead of being like the good girl. I think I may have talked about this before, yeah. but it really set off a whole thing with us. Our relationship changed in a pretty dramatic way. And it's because I was expressing my authentic power. So yeah, narcissists don't like to hang with no, that. That's not their, they don't enjoy, it's not their they deal. They do not enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I read this amazing quote from the holistic psychologist. Did you follow her after I said no, but I want to. I did link her and I want oh, okay. to explore her Oh, my more. gosh. She had this amazing quote this week, which was, um, I think it was, when you, your healing will bring out your parents' emotional immaturity. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. And that really happened. But anyway, not to be too judgy, but it really brought out like his little boy basically had a little temper tantrum um, because I was expressing myself so not to scare people into thinking that everyone will go away. But you know what? People who support you, the right people will be happy. You know, they'll be excited mm -hmm. to see you expressing yourself and your power. So some ways that you can. Oh, I also want to say that our aura, actually the point of entry from our aura, from our aura to our physical body is through the fifth chakra, the throat chakra. So that's how it connects. Mm. I did not know oh, this. Oh, yeah. So um, it, that's another reason. It's like the expression of our energetic blueprint, essentially. That's what our aura is. Um, and so when your throat chakra is open, you're expressing your energetic blueprint. You're expressing oh. your your purpose, your, your why you're here. I mean, not that everything has to be about why you're here but it is you know even little things like what you want for breakfast <laughs> you know sometimes when people lose touch with their intuition I tell them to or I you know suggest to them that they even just get in touch with little things like what do you like to eat you know and expressing mm -hmm. that can still be an expression of your energetic blueprint mm. so um yeah so if you have an overly active throat chakra that will that's another way of being disconnected from it which is then you might be over talkative gossipy um yeah just saying too much it's like you know not when I say too much I mean like you're not really expressing your authenticity you're just like kind of going off the rails speaking too much um maybe if you find yourself always saying 
things that you don't mean to, that would be an overactive throat chakra. And a closed throat chakra is one that is where you're in fear, you have shame, and you don't want to express yourself. Um, so ways to open or to heal the throat chakra, what I like to do is imagine the color that goes with the chakra. So the throat chakra is blue. Um, you can also use stones. I remember when I was like in my twenties, I used to meditate with a lapis, like a Mm. palm stone. So it was flat on my throat chakra. Um, and so also, I mean, it kind of, it's hard to like do all this in one little energy report, but I always like to ask what's underneath, whatever it is, any uncomfortable feelings, kind of getting in touch. You can talk to the throat chakra itself or your inner child um, and just like put until so you can explore that mode as well. Like you can journal about it. Oh, that's another good way to express your throat chakras, journaling or talking about it. Um. So anyway, I just imagine a blue light in that throat chakra, clearing out, cleansing anything that doesn't belong there. You don't even have to see it or understand it. And again, imagine it going into that little gold, whatever image you like, gold rainbow, gold rose, and kind of blowing and then letting it all go into that and blowing it up and sending it back to whoever it is. And I hope I'm not talking too much, but I'll just say one thing I realized when I did that. I have so much to say about the throat chakra, but the last thing I'll say is that when I looked at my throat chakra before I went on this trip in January to see my dad, I saw him in there and I was like, oh, that's weird. (laughs) And that's Mm. when I realized like, oh, I make myself small around him. I don't express my truth around him. And I didn't realize it until I looked at it. And I just got this feeling for you. You don't have to quote unquote, see it. You can just feel it. Yeah. So that's a good way. You can also chant, like come up with your own, like ohm or whatever to, you know, let sound go through it. Yeah. Or sing. Yes. Singing also can help clear your throat chakra yes. in the shower, in your car. Yes. Especially if you do time. it with intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, did you want to say anything else about that? Um, I just wanted to say, I remember this time that I got a craniosacral healing. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but it was before, oh, Oh, really? Before I started writing and I thought I had all this, oh yeah, it was like tension I thought I had in my third chakra, which I did, Mm -hmm. but when it was connected to the throat chakra, Mm -hmm. like once I was, the message was to write and I was like, it was stuck in, my power felt stuck Mm -hmm. in the third chakra because I hadn't, I wasn't agreeing to let the writing flow. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because so the throat chakra is mostly associated with the second chakra, which is our emotions. There's a lot like our emotions feed what we want to say a lot of times. But I think it's because like it's part of my way that my soul wants to express in yes. this lifetime is writing. So for me to sort of refuse to do that it was those two chakras I mean I think to any two chakras there could be a correlation but I think like I guess I wanted to talk about that because it could be if you feel some other chakra is blocked that working with letting that energy out through the throat chakra might be something to experiment I love that yeah yeah I can totally see that that the power was like your power was like getting um it was closed off and it Needed to come yeah. out through that throat chakra. Yeah, yeah I love that. Yeah. yeah, craniosacral stuff is great. 
Um, okay. So yeah, embrace your power in all the ways. That was the energy report. Okay, and now it's time for practical magic. So this is another way of getting your power mm. back or owning your power. Um, it's because we're moving into Scorpio season this mm-hmm. week. So Scorpio season begins on Wednesday, the 23rd. Mm-hmm. And then the new moon in Scorpio is Sunday, the 27th. And Scorpio is really related to sexuality. Mm-hmm. So the message this week, the idea, the practical magic ideas this week are related to owning your sexuality and healing your sexuality. So Scorpio is also a really deep sign, a really philosophical Mm. sign, and a sign related to your magical power. And really, they're so interconnected, your sexual power Mm -hmm. and your magical power, because this is really related to your identity and feeling at home in your body and feeling at home in the Mm. world. So this week, as the moon wanes, so we're in the fourth quarter until Sunday when the new moon, the Scorpio new moon arrives, As the moon wanes, you can focus on letting go of old sexual wounds, old stories about your sexuality that hold you back. And you may want to, if this, if you feel like listening to what I've said already, if this is triggering you in any way, or if you're like, oh, there's something there, but I don't know what it is. You may want to read this book I've read recently. Mm. It's kind of new. It's called Come As You Are. Mm. It's really good. It's by <laughs> Emily. Uh, I can't remember. It's Her last name starts with an N, Nagasaki or something is like that. Is that a play on words um, for the orgasm? It is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And um, it's so liberating. She's a um, She's a professor of sexual studies or se- some kind of sexual professor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sex professor. And um, – Yeah. And she's so, uh, it's so liberating because it's, I mean, it's specifically focused on female sexuality, Mm -hmm. but it's talking about, she talks about how you're totally fine and normal exactly as Mm -hmm. you are. It's like removing the stories of like, oh, I should be more sexually active or I should be less Mm -hmm. sexually active or I should like this kind of sex sex, or this, I shouldn't like this, you know, any of those stories. Just she helps liberate us from being like, no, you know what? There's like a big spectrum of normal and you're you're definitely on it. Yeah, (laughs) that's great. Yeah, it's really, really liberating. So um, you may want to check that out, but you can also just set the intention. You know, you can take a sea salt bath or shower. Mm -hmm. You can take a walk in nature and breathe deeply and set the intention to let go of any shame to you can like Natasha talks about you can actually just call your power back to you um, if you have like I have experienced sexual abuse mm-hmm. as a child or any kind of sexual abuse at any point or even like a relationship or an activity that you did or engaged in at some point that maybe didn't feel right to you but you did it anyway mm-hmm. like you can consciously call your power and back forgive from- yourself maybe if there's any part of you that doesn't that's blaming yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we have so many stories also, including in spirituality. There's, there are many, even in new age spirituality, mm-hmm. you can find stories about, oh, this is unhealthy mm-hmm. and this is wrong. And this, you know, and th- this like 
leaves weird energy in your field or whatever, like letting go of any judgmental Mm -hmm. stories about your past and knowing that by setting the intention, you can call your power back. You can let go of, um, the, the pattern and you can have compassion for yourself. You can even send energy back to anyone involved. Mm -hmm. That's maybe it has an unhealthy cord of attachment Mm -hmm. because of this situation. You can consciously let the cords go and then, call your energy backs and energy send love to the other person involved. So just something to think about. And you can um, work with essential oils might be a really good mm-hmm. thing. Um, aromatherapy, because it's so sensual to like Natasha said last week, it's like really good for getting your power mm-hmm. back and grounding. Mm-hmm. And there are certain oils that are aligned with our sexuality and sensuality. And some of them include patchouli, mm. jasmine, and sandalwood. Those are some of my favorites mm. for the purpose. Yeah, that's great. The Goddess and, Provisions well, box this month happens to, not to be Sally oh, Sellerson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is all based yeah. on um, sexual sensuality. Yeah, maybe because of Scorpio. Yeah, I think it is. That's what they were thinking. Mm -hmm. So then on the new moon, which is Sunday, you could, um, if you want Mm -hmm. to, you could light a candle to really after this week of kind of cleansing consciously, letting go. You don't really have to do anything physical if you don't Mm -hmm. want to. You can just um, set that intention. Like, I'm going to let that go. I'm going (laughs) to set new new boundaries for myself or new like new paradigms Mm -hmm. and then on the new moon you might like to light a candle and just set that intention to move forward with feeling really grounded Mm -hmm. in your power in your body like own it it can also be related to body image Mm -hmm. like letting your body be what it is and feeling comfortable with that and oh actually come as you are is the book that um, mentioned the health at every size oh. movement after Natasha had already told me about the fuck oh. it diet and I had rejected the recommendation. <laughs> and then I read it. Her t- She talked about it oh, in the health fun. at every size movement yeah. and come as you are. And then I was like, okay, universe, you know, I, I get, I'm getting yeah. the message. Maybe also I just not to add to your practical magic, but um, orange, like the second chakra is this, the one oh, about yeah. sexual that deals with sexuality and all of right. that. So you could kind of do what I was doing with the throat chakra, but use orange light instead because that's yeah. the color. Or maybe light an orange candle, anything that feels affirming. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, also, the root chakra has been a point of healing mm, for safety. sexual trauma. Yeah. Safety. yeah. yeah safety and feeling at home in your body, feeling safe in your body and in the world and feeling safe, letting your sexuality be what it Mm, is. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good one. Yep. So have fun with that this week. I mean, and if you feel like maybe they want to have an orgasm, they should do it. Totally. Yes. That's so, so healthy for (laughs) you. So healthy for your body. Add a little fun to the mix if that feels right. Now you have an excuse. Do it. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) All right. You don't need one now. That's true. You never need one. Pleasure is its own excuse. Oh, I like that. That, I bet Brett will put that at the end. Um, all right, so we'll do a little our housekeeping, which is you can find us at Magic Monday Podcast. Um, 
that's our website now and on enter oh on instagram magic monday podcast and you can enter the giveaway there you can is that the only places we are yeah basically oh yeah, yeah we were we're so. considering doing a facebook group if you people are interested if you people we have to come up with a name for our listeners um but if people want to talk to each other let us know maybe we will set up that page right we're thinking about yeah. that yeah I'm open yeah. to that. Um, okay. And you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. You can sign up for my newsletter there and you get a little chakra meditation when you sign up. And you can also find me there to book a reading. And I'm on Instagram, highestlighthealing. And where can we find you? And you're, you can still pre-order your book, right? Yes. Unicorn Magic. And um, there's a giveaway, too, mm. for just another week or so with lots of really fun unicorn oh things. yeah and yeah also you can also win the 2020 your most magical mm. year yet planner is one of the prizes and two people are going to win mm. a whole bunch of really cool things so you can find out about that at tesswhitehurst.com I, I, that. <laughs> I yep, already ordered sorry, your book you though but <laughs> <laughs> okay yes. um so tesswhitehurst.com tess4444 on instagram tess whitehurst on twitter tess whitehurst author on facebook tess whitehurst on youtube youtube <laughs> yes and please uh send us a question at magic monday podcast at gmail and write us a review please oh yeah we love review. those reviews and if you do it this week you get extra um entry you get an extra entry in the giveaway in the giveaway. for the Oracle deck. Yeah. Um, and But truly, the reviews mean a lot to us. Like, I always feel, it just makes me feel so good when I read them. Tess doesn't care. <laughs> just kidding. I mean, I like them. I actually no, really I like totally them, too. Kidding. Okay. <laughs> so this week, where are you reading from? Uh, the Wisdom of the Hidden Notes. Oh, okay. Colette Baron Reed. Okay. I'm going to read from... The Akashic Tarot. What, you want to go first? Okay. Uh, you haven't picked yet? Well, I have to find mine in here. Okay. It's the High Lady of Love and Compassion, mm. and she arrived reversed, so that's the challenger. So mm. that is... When the High Lady of Love and Compassion appears as your challenger, she gently reminds you to snap out of self-centeredness. The mm. ego has set a sneaky trap for you. You may have forgotten that to create an abundant life, you must be conscious of how your choices impact those around you. Are you trying to manipulate others to get what you want without consideration for them? Mm -hmm. Is it possible that your good intentions are about helping too much, enabling another person to remain in the same um, to remain the same and preventing his or her growth. Sometimes it's better to let others hit bottom with their own suffering rather than trying to make it easier for them. Sometimes you need to be cruel to be kind. Be conscious that you aren't alone in this world. Begin to behave as if the God in all life in every person matters. Remember that the living world is a sacred community and you're a magical and important part of it, but you're not the only one who counts. The High Lady of Love and Compassion is waiting to guide you and be your friend and ally. Think first of others and she will orchestrate your ultimate success. Mm. So I like this message. I like to remember that that um, when I start to focus on 
I mean, of course, in my career, it is great when I attract money, but I like to remember to focus on the joy of what I'm offering yes. and the joy of service and connecting with others and remembering that that's my whole life. Yes. My whole life is that that's your, your path is not just like, how do I make money? It's also like wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whoever is with you, you can emanate love and choose love and support people and the world. And that's actually being rich. So you can instantly switch into that feeling of having plenty and being in that energy of wealth and abundance by remembering to offer and serve. Yes, I love that. With love. That is really true. I've always found that if I start focusing on what am I getting, it just dries everything up. Yeah, in all ways, like in, in conversations, yes. in situations, yes. and also in, you know, what we're offering as our art and our career. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I'm, I did already say I'm doing the Akashic Tarot, and oh, I pulled Adsum, which I'm not sure what that is, but it says- What is it? A-D-S-U-M. Oh, okay. It says, a candle casts light on an open book held by a young woman sitting at a desk. Her eyes are drawn to the side as if she were distracted from her reading by a curious thought or someone nearby. She is surrounded by several people, many of whom are somewhat translucent and glowing. An angel bends and whis whispers, Adsum, I arrive. I am here. I attend you. Adsum is a single word that has many, many meanings. First, it affirms your own strength and focus in the present. You can use it as a command word whenever you find yourself distracted from what's at hand. Say, Adsum, I am here, and feel yourself attend to the situation or person before you. The word also declares your arrival at your goals and all your wishes coming true. Say, Adsum, I arrive, and take a moment to see yourself reaching your goals. Absolutely. That could apply to that woman that wrote us, like... That she mm -hmm. can just say, like, I've arrived. I'm at my goal. It's like what you said about saying, did you say, say hi to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. like, yeah. It reminds me of that. Yeah. Um, whenever you get this card, know that you're on your way to the results you seek with the help of others and the glorious help of spirit. This card also reminds you to be assured that no matter what's happening in your life, spirit is always there for you. They reach out to you, sharing their light and power and serving you in every way, from the least to the highest, from Grandma to the divine in <laughs> eternal community attends you. Say add some and say from time, sorry, and take some time to attend them too. You can act on your promise to God as spirit lifts you up upon their shoulders. You are present for each other and together you arrive at your dreams. Ooh, like that. that feels powerful. Yeah, I like that. And I like as we're getting closer to Samhain too, where we, the yeah. veil is thin and we can connect with our deceased loved ones and our ancestors, yes. remembering all our help in the spirit world. Oh yeah. I'm actually supposed to go tonight to an ancestor gathering, like to honor our ancestors. Ooh. That's interesting. Neat. Yeah. It's a little witch's circle. So anyway, um, all right. So... Um, take those cards with you into the week and we hope you have a great week and thank you so much for listening thank you Bye. If you feel like maybe they want to, 
have an orgasm, they should do it. Totally. 